0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: The Nationals are looking to be contenders again in the NL East, as they are every year. So let's get to know some of the players who might be putting an effort toward that. I'm Alex Twitter here with Bill Latson, who covers the Nationals on a regular basis. And Bill, before we get to know some of these players, let's talk about Ioannis Despotis. This has been an ongoing. Saying uh, throughout the off season, everybody's waiting to see who signs him. Looks like the Nationals might be interested. What are you hearing?
0: Yes, they are interested. And uh, but before they can even think about signing Cespedes, uh, they have to really think about what they have to do with Jason Worth because Jason Worth has two more years left on his contract, and uh, he's going to make forty-two million dollars. I don't see any other team willing to take that on unless the Nationals. Uh, you know, give them the cash for it. That's the only way I see that happening. And also, too, uh, you know, Jason Worth is 36 years old, and uh, you know, you know, I you know I spoke to him like uh, late last year, and he said he's far from done. He still believes he can play every day, and uh, it'll be interesting uh, what they do, especially when they get cesspit If they if they're able to get cesped, It's because, you know, obviously he's the best candidate to play center field. And they recently picked up Ben Rivera, Revere, and he's going to have to possibly move to left field. He doesn't have an, uh, an outfield arm at all. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Nationals are able to pull this off.
1: Yeah, and so that's the thing about waiting this long um, into before spring training starts. It's not so much uh, that Cespedes isn't a valuable player, a very good player, but, I mean, teams have a roster set, and it's it's not like – uh, oh, he's just going to be, you know, a fifth outfielder, a guy off the bench.
0: Consider, uh,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, you really have to figure out what you're going to do there. And like you said, I mean, it's almost it, – that would be – they would almost have to be guaranteed they'd be able to move someone before they would even be able to bring him on, right? They'd have to have, like,
0: <laughs> dual deals going on? Correct. I, I don't think uh, – you know, knowing Mike Rizzo, Mike Rizzo takes his time. And I can see him wait maybe till spring training if he thought of this to try to trade Jason Worth. But, you, you know, um, I find it hard to believe, for guy that's going to be making $42 million the next two years, I find it hard to believe he's going to accept the bench role. And to me, you have to think about this. He's going to have to be paid, I believe, to be to get traded because he has a full no-trade clause. So this is going to be Yeah, interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they – um how they're able to get this deal done if they can. Yeah,
1: and especially since, I mean, as as sour as the uh, national season, sour of a note as the national season ended on last year, um, as, you know, it was not any fun to be around that club for the end of the season, but that is, the nationals would be, that would be a very tough thing for me to do if I'm Jason Wirth, is to agree to leave. Um, because he's got a great chance to get a World Series ring there. It's not like you're, you know, going to be, depending on who would want him, but um, the situation I can't imagine would be better than his situation in Washington.
0: Yes, and, and you know what? You know, I have so much respect for Jason Worth. This is a guy who turned that clubhouse around. Allison, I mean, I'm sure you know. But right. before, before he came, it was one of the worst clubhouses around. It really was. He had to walk on eggshells. And then when Jason Wirth came, he turned it around. You know, like I've always called him the unofficial team captain because he put a lot of people in their places and uh, in terms of the players, his teammates, and uh, it, it. to me, I enjoy covering Jason with I have nothing but good things to say about him.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, certainly the Mets have to start feeling a little bit uncomfortable if they think the Nationals might actually be interested in this, for this but we will just keep monitoring that. Meanwhile, we want to move on to our – getting to you know you segment, which is the theme of this week's podcast. And, um, I, I, well, let's talk about Ben Revere since we've already mentioned him. So um, this is a, gr- a really good acquisition. I think when that trade came down uh, where the Jays, uh, the Jays and the Nationals, it was Ben Revere and Drew Storen, everyone mm-hmm. seemed to like uh, this deal for both teams. So uh, what are the Nationals getting in Ben Revere?
0: Well, without question, they're getting their leadoff hitter. After losing Denard fan um, Revere will be their leadoff hitter. Dusty Baker made that announcement the other day. Also, um, you know, they, as of right now, he's going to be playing center field. Now, keep in mind, the only drawback is is his defense. I mean, he doesn't have an arm whatsoever. And, uh, he, you know, and he has problems with balls going over his head. So, and this is, this is what a scout told me about him. So, I think... Uh, you know, he's gonna be dealing with people like Davey Lopes, uh Jock Jones, and as uh you know, Dusty Baker pointed out to me, those guys are gonna help Ben Revere become a better outfielder. Hopefully hopefully that's the case. But the bottom line is um he's gonna be their leadoff hitter and from what I understand his his offense makes up for the defense.
1: Yeah, so twenty seven years old, um and and for the reason that you just said, uh then that that would explain why he's been with a couple of different teams. Because he certainly has so much talent, uh, but that's a that's a big deal. I mean, and they are gaining a, a left-handed bat, so so that's a, it's definitely more upside. But um, but the defense, I mean, that's that's a serious thing. I guess that's what he'll be spending most of spring training working through.
0: Yes, no question about it. And uh, but you know what though, I think uh, I think you said it earlier he really balances his lineup. You add Daniel Murphy to the mix. And you have three left-handed hitters in that starting lineup, including Bryce Harper. And I think offensively they've improved dramatically, no question about it. I think you're not going to have a lot of strikeouts like you had the last two or three years. I mean, you take uh, Daniel Murphy, you take – and you minus Ian Desmond, your strikeouts are going to go down. Um, You want to have a better on-base percentage maybe with uh, Revere. So that really helps the offense big time.
1: So I like um, the story, and you know I'm obviously not following the Nationals on a like a you know completely completely close basis. <laughs> I'm a little bit of an outsider, but Clint Robinson, um, I love this story. So I'm reading through and reading all the things about him. He was a he was a spring training invite last year, so a non roster guy um, at spring training, and, and a career minor leaguer. Had played in 928 minor league games. to 2014. He's only 30 years old. He'll be 31 in February. Um, So he really came on. He hit really well. He made the opening day roster. um, Kind of a bigger guy, so he wasn't really an option for the outfield. But he became such a valuable reserve for some of the injured players going into this season. um, Is he? First of all, is he another? Is he a non-roster guy again, or what's his status?
0: Oh no, no, no. He um, he made the team. uh, You know, he was with the team all year. He's going to be there from from start to finish. And you know what impressed me even more about him is that the way he adjusted being a bench player. He was their best bench player. There's no question about it. hitting home runs, driving in runs. And I think why he stayed as long as he did and why he played Austin was because uh, before last season, he was just a first baseman. But then he felt that he had to play another position in order to get more playing time. And then... Um, they told me when he got the spring training, hey, you play in the outfield. Now, obviously, he's not a Gold Glover out there. He's not, but he made so much progress there that Matt Williams, the, then the manager, decided, hey, man, you're gonna be playing often, and he did. And he, to me, he was their, um, you know, their most valuable player in terms of being a bench player, no question. Yeah, it's it's nice
1: when when players like that do well. You. You, know, you try not to have a rooting interest in a whole lot when you're trying to report on a team. But people like this, I mean, this is what makes the game great. Uh, someone who comes out of nowhere has has worked so hard and stuck right. with it. You know, there's a lot of minor leaguers out there that don't play that long because they're like, they play a few years and then they're kind of done and they need to go on to do something else. To see someone rewarded like that, thats that's got to be a nice thing to, to write about and to, you know, kind of talk to him and to cover that.
0: You know, I, you know the thing is that uh... – I wonder, if you look at his minor league stats before he came to the Nationals, i never forget it. I went to him, I, I said, oh, my God, this guy can rake. So, right. so, so I asked him, hey, how come you didn't make uh, the big leagues? And you, know, and, you know, he came from the Royals, he was drafted by them, and you, and you had uh, a lot of their young players who helped him win the World Series. So, man, he was uh, really behind. In terms of getting a chance with the Royals, and why the Dodgers let him go is beyond me because they look like they could use they could have used him, and uh, it really helps the Nationals to tell you the truth. He's really a, not only a good player but a uh, great man. Yeah, that's that's great, and
1: I'm gonna be uh, watching him and rooting for him a little okay. bit. So, Bill, thanks so much, appreciate it. Talk to you soon.